Hello, hello. You are listening to Why the World Needs You podcast, hosted by me, Benjamin Fritz. This podcast has been created to empower you to become the person you've always wanted to be. The journey is difficult and the challenges are many, but the rewards of being true to yourself are immeasurable. The objective of this show is to give you a safe, supportive space to learn, gain inspiration, and witness the true power and freedom that comes with becoming the person that you are meant to be. Why the World Needs You is a community of purpose-driven individuals who are passionate, gifted, and have a zest for life. They deeply desire to share their unique voice and gifts in order to make the world a better place for themselves and future generations. They are pulled to a different way of living and a higher purpose, while remaining grounded in their desire to engage and contribute in practical ways. My goal is for you to walk away from each episode with confidence and conviction, sharing your authentic self with the world, as well as a deepening understanding of your potential to impact the world in a way that makes sense to you. I'm honored to have this privilege. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your day and your journey. Hello, and welcome to the Why the World Needs You podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Fritz, and today I have Laura Gwynn here with me. Lara Gwynn, a health coach, started Lara Gwynn Wellness after being in the corporate world for 20 years. Focusing on nutrition and movement, she guides clients to meet their wellness goals, focusing on mindset. We can be kind to ourselves and meet lofty goals at the same time. Lara, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Ben. You are so, so welcome. Oh, I'm excited to have this conversation because we we come from a, a similar world and we like I was in fitness for a while. So you're kind of mm-hmm. entering wellness um, and an industry that I have kind of shifted out of a little bit, but definitely holds a, a very um, meaningful place in my heart. And I absolutely love talking to people who are doing great things in that industry. So I'm, I'm happy to, to kind of dive in today. With- yeah, it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, let's start with your story. Um, you were in the corporate world for 20 years. I only lasted two, so you made it way longer than I did. Uh, but why don't you start with that, <laughs> kind of like what your background is, and um, yeah, just like start with that first part of your life, because 20 years is a big chunk of time. Yes, it is. <laughs> it took me a long time to make the move. Um, so... Let's see. I started um, my corporate career in the dot-com era when everything was going online and everyone was so excited about um, about companies like that. So it was really fun and exciting. And then um, that company went under, surprise, surprise. Um, and then I eventually moved into, um, for most of my uh, corporate career in marketing, into marketing. Um, and so... I was working in the energy industry and just, you know, year after year after year, I, I knew it wasn't right for me. Like I knew deep down, this is not what I'm passionate about. And I knew it was something, it was going to be something in nutrition, wellness. I didn't really know exactly what, um, but for the longest time, like what you're saying, you know, 20 years, it's a long time, you know, and I just, I would do some stuff on the side but I still would go back into the office every day, you know, and then I got tied to the paycheck and, you know, I, I can't, I can't let this go because it just feels like you're walking off of a cliff if you let it go. And then, um, 
I know that, you know, a lot of people have their identity all wrapped up into what they do, you know, day to day. And while I was, I don't feel like I had a lot of my identity wrapped up in it, but I was kind of stalled because of what I thought society would think, you know, if I just up and quit and like tried my own little thing, you know, and that's kind of how I was thinking of it was my own little thing, not making it a real business and thinking of it as a real business. So those are kind of my barriers that I saw and I would get ideas and I would be like, okay, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. And then, you know, and feel like, okay, I can really make this work. And then, you know, within 24 hours, I would totally deflate myself and just say like, how do you think that you're ever going to be able to like do this and to make something out of this when all you really know is marketing, you know, all you really know is what you've been doing in the corporate world. And I think, you know, that was just, it was super tough. So, um, eventually, uh, I was, so I was, I have a boyfriend and, um, we had been dating for a few years and it just got to the point where I was so miserable at night when I came home, um, and nothing having to do with like the people I was working with either, by the way, like the company was fine. I had friends that I worked with. I mean, it was, it was, it wasn't a bad environment. It was all me just not wanting, just not living my passion. So, you know, after conversation, after conversation, after conversation, my boyfriend saw that I wasn't happy. And, you know, he was like, we can't have this relationship like this. Like, this is not working. It's breaking down. So, you know, and he eventually was just like, just quit, just quit your job. (laughs) (laughs) And so I did. And, um, I'm super grateful to have that, you know, the ability to just be able to do that. And he picks up, um, some of the bills, you know, a lot of the bills right now, I do have some savings, you know, that I, I, um, use in certain situations, but, uh, he's, he's footing the bill for a whole bunch of stuff. And that sounds all great. And it did, it did make it easier for me to step out of my corporate job. Um, but it's still, now I'm in a relationship where I don't feel like I'm contributing enough financially, you know? So, and I don't want that. Like I want to be able to, you know, contribute financially to the relationship. So, um, so there's that too. That's like, you know, a bit of a struggle. So it's, um, I did feel a huge weight lifted off of me. I mean, huge. And, um, our relationship is great. Um, there's a lot less stress. Um, and it, you know, just for a long time, I would just wake up and be like, I'm just so glad that I don't have to go back into the office anymore. Like I don't, (laughs) I can design my own day and do what I want to do. So there's a lot of like, it's, it's just kind of up and down. It feels like a lot, you know, I mean, it's definitely that I definitely feel like I am on my right path. I do not have all the answers. I do not know you know, exactly, um, exactly what my business is going to look like, you know, I have it, you know, and I've, I've run some clients through my programs. Um, it's been great and I'm working on getting, you know, even more education. Um, but there's still, you know, there's still that all the stuff that like was going on in your head, like, or was going on in my head before I left my job is still there. Like I still question myself. I still, you know, 
um, there's a, sometimes a lot of like self-doubt, you know, where I just, I have to keep telling myself, like, you can do this, you can do this, like, this is your passion and this, you know, let that drive you and just helping other people, you know, um, has been really what keeps me going. And then, and I will say too, um, cause I know I had mentioned this to you before our other conversation that one of the biggest things, the biggest movers for me was getting a life coach and having someone to sit down with and help me map out my plan because without that and someone really in my corner, that was like my cheerleader, um, that was saying, you can do this. Like I, I did this with my business. You can do this. I know you can. So, and that was just super helpful. And she had a program where I sat down with her for eight hours and took one whole day and walked away with a business plan, you know, and just everything I needed to do to get my business up and going. I mean, it was, it was hands down the best decision I made because I'm also one of those people that's like, has trouble making decisions. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm on the fence all the time. Like I can see the good and bad and everything, which is a good quality in a way, but I really have to um, work hard to tell myself like it's important to make a decision and move forward and having someone in my court, you know, that was pushing for me, even when I wasn't, you know, <laughs> it was super helpful. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. It's, it's interesting like you said at one point there, it's a journey. Like it just, (laughs) there's, there's ups and downs. Mm -hmm. Some days are better than others. But I think the, the really interesting thing you mentioned there at one point of, so you're like feeling this pull, like I've, I just know there's something else. I just know that this job isn't right for me. I know this industry isn't right for me. And other people are noticing. I think this is the the really, really interesting part when other people start to notice, like your boyfriend is like, dude, we, we can't keep doing this. Like you're, you're, you're not in a place where, you know, this is not working for us and for our relationship. And so, you know, this starts to affect you on, on a really deep level, right? There, there's a difference between being unhappy and mm-hmm. just kind of like having this feeling of like, Oh, I don't love my job. And I'm a different person. Like I am somebody, I'm not myself. I can't function. Yep. Um, and so it gets to that point. And then, like you said, you, you quit and you leave and, you know, you had some things in place where you had the ability to do that, which is great. Um, when I did it, you know, seven, eight years ago now, um, I was, I went and lived back with my parents cause I was still like 20, 24 at the time, 23. Um, so I, that was like a huge lifesaver for me. So I took full advantage of that. Um, but just like the, the weight that was lifted and the feeling, I I want you to kind of talk about that for a second. Like, what was that experience like? And even like you said, even now getting up day to day, you have new challenges. Sure. And we'll, we'll kind of talk about those, but what was it like? what was like the feeling in your body, your mind to have that weight lifted when you finally left? Oh, it was amazing. I mean, it was like, I kept telling my boyfriend, I was like, I'm getting back to me. Like I'm getting back to feeling like myself and, you know, 
no one else is telling me the things that I need to do day to day. And I can finally just live from my true self. I mean, that was, that's really the, the best way I can describe it. And for, for people who understand like what the flow is, you know, and just feeling like you're in the flow. I mean, hands down, I was like, absolutely. Like, you know, this is the next step. And I, I mean, I would just wake up every day elated, <laughs> yeah. but no, no other reason, just that I didn't have to go back into the office. I mean, mm-hmm. I just, I think I let it go on for so long. I mean, this is a long time, right? Yeah. And I knew it. I knew probably, I mean, I would say five years in, maybe even less than that. And I just stuck with it. Cause I was like, well, this is what I need to do. I got to pay bills. I got to like, you know, I have to keep going. And also, by the way, when I did make the jump, all those things that I thought about society were wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone I told was like, that's amazing. My parents, my whole family was like, we were wondering why it took you so long. Like you should have <laughs> done this a long time ago. And it, there was more positivity and like, we're so proud of you than anyone going, why would you do that? That doesn't make sense, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's another thing I think that's important. We tell ourselves these stories and a lot of times they're not true, but we just convince ourselves that they're true, even though we're not really doing the due diligence and actually asking people like, is this what you think? Or is this, you know what I mean? And sometimes it can be helpful. I mean, we don't, we really don't need to live our lives based on how other people feel. (laughs) I don't want that to be the message, Yeah. but just, you know, just know that like that story in your head, you know, maybe think more about like, why do I think that's true? What, what, what is telling me that? But yeah, I mean, just joy and elation, I would say, um, is how I really felt waking up day to day, knowing that I could do my own thing now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love asking people that, that have experienced it because there's nothing quite like it. <laughs> like truly it's like that to me. I mean, it's truly why I'm doing what I am now. I didn't start doing the, the, the work and the coaching that I'm doing now seven years ago when I made that move. But in that moment, the way that felt to me, I was like, I want to share this feeling with as many people as I possibly can. And life had its Mm -hmm. way of kind of working me through fitness and wellness and getting me to a point where I was prepared and ready to help people make that transition themselves. It's something that I wish everybody could experience. And you know, the, the, the truth of it is not everybody will like, that's just, that's just not going to happen. Um, but I think that my message and what I do has been to get to those people that feel like you did or like I did so many years ago and be like, look, it is possible. Like if you're feeling that thing, there is something out there because some people feel in a strong way like you did where you simply can't continue to function (laughs) in any other way. And for me, I had a bunch of, I dealt with stress and anxiety and even physical health issues at the time that I was going through it. Like some of us just, it's so against our nature to be doing something other than what we are, feel very, very deeply 
about that we feel very passionate about. And so we have to figure out what that looks like, even if it is unconventional, even if it is, if it does mean taking breaks and letting somebody support us for a little while, like, you know, you with your boyfriend, me living with my parents at the time. I think it's important to understand, to, to kind of tie this back to your other point with the, just kind of like the societal messaging and people's reactions and things like that is like, we, we can't base everything off of that. It's like, we need Mm -hmm. to understand that what we know and what we feel inside, we've got to give that a voice like that. That's trying to come out and that's trying to tell us we need a change. We need something to be different. But if we continue to push that down, we're only going to cause ourselves more stress. And, and I use stress as a broad term there, meaning it could come out in any which way. Like it's, it's going to manifest as, as just general stress, as anxiety, as depression, as physical health issues. It just totally depends on the person, but to, to kind of close my, my little passionate rant here on this is to me, what I realized in that moment was, Oh, this is what it feels like to be alive. That was Mm -hmm. what it felt like to me. And you know, my mission with my work now is like, we all, it's our birthright to feel alive. We all have Mm -hmm. that right, but we need to kind of take our power back. We need to work through all these things that are keeping us stuck, keeping in this plate, keeping us in a place Mm -hmm. where we don't feel good. We feel like shit. We're frustrated and stuck and overwhelmed. So all that said, with that, so like, you know, you get to this place where you just feel so, so good. What for you, I know you said you didn't struggle too much with the identity piece. There was some of it there, but like between the identity and the money thing, um, you mentioned the the conversation with your boyfriend, but what was it that kind of allowed you to say, like finally push through those identity and money, like fears, how were you able to finally make th- that jump and make that push? Yeah. I mean, I think when, when we ended up sitting down and having this conversation and the conversation happened a few times and he just finally said, look, this is what we're going to do, you know? And, and I know that when he, I know him and I know that when he says, you know, here, here's what I can give. That's what he's going to do. So it was, he made a very safe space for me. Um, which, and I mean, and it's emotional for me because to have someone in your life that, you know, sees what you're struggling with and wants to help you so much that he would, you know, put, you know, his money, his, I mean, his energy, cause that's another thing. I mean, it was draining on him, but he sat and talked to me every night, you know, when I'd come home and be angry or upset or whatever. Um, and just struggling with the whole, you know, this doesn't feel right to me. This isn't me. Um, it's just amazing to have somebody like that in your life. Um, and I think that, you know, it's, we have to lean on people like that. We're not alone in this world, you know? And, um, and also I would say that if you don't have someone who is just, you know, will write you a check or whatever, it doesn't mean that you can't do it. It doesn't mean that you can't mm-hmm. leave where you are, you know? Um, I, there are a lot of different things that I could have done 
to get out of my current situation and to make and to make the leap right and to make it a little less like a leap um you know i could have saved more and i could have changed jobs just to get out of that environment because i think a lot of times we um again it wasn't a bad environment it was bad for me it was bad with the things that were going through my head so sometimes if we can just change our environment um and make a jump that way it kind of loosens up a little you know stuff maybe in your head more and allows you to think more clearly and to really feel like okay i just made this step and then it'll fuel you to your next step and you know even you know changing industries but staying in marketing i could have like gone into the wellness space and stayed in marketing you know and transferred over and that could have been one more step so i don't want to give the message here too that like oh well if you don't have someone to write your checks, like you're screwed, <laughs> you're just going to have to stand, stay what you're doing, you know? So if you get, if you, you know, if you get creative with it, you can do it. And, um, so, but yeah, I think for me, that's what, that's what did it. It was, I had someone in my corner that was saying, I'll help you, you know? And, you know, and he said like, it's not going to be forever, but I can, I can help you. I can help you bridge this gap. So it, it's just super helpful and really amazing to have that. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Like you said, it's different for everybody, right? But at the end of the day, you've got to figure out what route it is for you. Just mm-hmm. like you said, knowing that or knowing that you're not stuck is the first and most important point. Like knowing that there is some way you might have to get creative. You might have to get a little bit uncomfortable. You may have to cut back on spending. There's, you know, a million different ways depending on your situation. But first of all, knowing that you're not stuck, that there's, Mm -hmm. there is some option and then taking little steps towards it, whatever those steps may be. And then two, the other thing I wanted to hit on with what you're mentioning, it's, it is amazing that he, he stepped up and he was willing to do that for you guys, for you and you guys as, as a couple, mm-hmm. as a team, as a re- relationship. It's so important to lean on those people. Like you mentioned, I know that for so many, there's, I, I mean, a lot of the people I work with, uh, there's kind of this independence thing of, I want to do everything myself and or feel like I need to do everything myself. Leaning on other people is weak. Asking for help is weak when truly that's not it at all. Mm -hmm. Knowing when you need support and knowing that you can lean on somebody is sometimes the stronger, more vulnerable thing to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is such a, a huge piece because at the end of the day, nobody does it themselves. There's no such thing as self-made. That's a, mm-hmm. a bullshit term. Like, <laughs> like nobody does it themselves. We all have support in some way. And so I think it's important for people to know that. Will you always have such an, an outright, um, you know, somebody willing to, like you said, foot some of the bills for you? No, but look around. What else do you have? Mm-hmm. Like for me, I went and lived back with my parents for some people, they're not even going to have that. They're simply going to have that one friend who will listen to them because everybody else mm-hmm. thinks they're crazy and aren't supportive of what they're doing. But they had that one friend 
or like you had that one coach, that one mentor who was like, look, you can do this. You have the ability, you have the capacity, you can do it. I believe in you. Put all your energy into those people and mm-hmm. those relationships and stop spending it or wasting it on people that aren't supporting your mission, I think is a, is a really big thing that I see people go through. Yeah. And I think some of that too, at least for me is stop listening to yourself. Stop <laughs> listening to your head, the lies that you're telling yourself, right? Yeah. Not the, not the stuff that's true and that you know you need to do, but really stop like this. Cause that's me. I mean, I'm so in the head all the time, like cycling through over and over and over again. And I have to cut the, the cycle, I have to break it so that I can, you know, pay attention to the stuff that's true, not the lies. So, and, and I, and I, you know, another, another thing too, on just getting creative on how to, you know, get out of your current situation. Um, remember too, cause I always forget this. Remember too, that when you make a change, Something else is on the other side of that that you don't know right now. There are going to be other doors that will open up for you that you you just don't know now. So your current situation is not going to look the same, you know? Um, So just keeping it in mind, you know, because when I, when I, I quit and then we had a few months go by, whatever. um, And I just started thinking like, I, you know, I should, I should look into doing something maybe part-time you know, just to, uh, you know, to bring in a little money and, um, but still make it feel like it's something that I want to do. You know, it's not just a paycheck. So I have, um, I've started working part-time with a girl who is online, um, and she's in fitness and wellness. She's in the same space. So I'm also learning from her, you know, while I'm doing like her social, her social media accounts. So, which is a marketing thing, right? So I'm blending stuff together and I, there's, I wouldn't have never have been able to have that opportunity had I not quit my job. And I also would have never dreamed in a million years that while I had my job thinking, oh yeah, I could quit. And then I could go, you know, work for this girl and it would be contract part-time and it would be great because it would be flexible. You know, like we don't do that. We don't think like that. So, and we would sometimes like, you know, you don't know until you shut a door and then other ones start opening up. So that's the part that I'm super excited about because, um, I'm just wondering now, like, okay, what's the next step? Like something else is coming. It's going to be really good, you know, with my own business. And then also, you know, me helping other people with just like this girl that I'm working for now with social media and stuff like that. So, um, I just think it's, it it gets fun, right? It's exciting Mm -hmm. to think of it in that way and to think of it like this is a moving, evolving thing that is going to just keep getting better because let me tell you, I'm not going back to where I was. Mm -hmm. You know, there may come a day when, okay, I need to go back and get, you know, a full-time job, but it's not going to look like what I had. It won't. (laughs) I won't let myself. Yeah. So just knowing that and realizing like, okay, this is good. Like, this is all good. I've, I got it, you know? Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I actually got chills when you were saying that about the doors because it is so true. 
And it's like, we don't, like you said, we just don't think that way. And it's almost like we don't have the capacity to, I think that this is one of the things that the kind of education system and just the way that we're kind of brought up and given this blueprint for life is really detrimental to us in that we are shown a very, very linear way of living a very, this is step one. This is step two. It's just linear. Like it's just straight. You just go one thing after the other. So we don't get taught this whole thing of just go try things, just experiment do this for a bit, do that for a bit, see what happens, meet mm-hmm. people, make connections. And to me, that's that's one of the things that I would do totally differently if I went back. And this is something, so I have a, I, my youngest sister is 12 years younger than me. And so she is um, midway, like she went to two years of college and she's taking a gap year now because she just doesn't know what she wants to do. And I am so supportive of it. I, I like, I'm like, you don't have any direction and that's totally fine. But knowing that you don't have direction and wanting to explore and figure some things out is a much better option than what I did, which was not having much direction, but just saying, I got to de- get a degree and get a job that pays well. And, you know, I, my own journey branched its ways off into working out to where I'm exactly where I need to be anyways. But the the point being that that was one of the things I told her was mm-hmm. just do stuff, yeah, <laughs> try different sure. things, work different jobs. I was like, meet as many people as you possibly can start conversations. Cause like you're doing, like you said, no, you're doing something that it's not like you saw, I think that the one thing that really, that I see and I struggle with is this idea of you can only get a job board or you can only get a job by like going on a job board, looking at this list and picking something off the list. Like that's the farthest thing from the truth. There's so many ways to get a job. And so much of it comes from connection. We have this whole digital world where it's like we have these databases and things like LinkedIn, which is great because it's going back towards connection. But so many people just want to like go apply for jobs and throw, you know, I'll apply for 20 jobs and hope that I get one of them. And to me, that's like the least empowered way you could go about doing Mm -hmm. things. It's like Mm -hmm. make meaningful connections, talk to people, see how you vibe with we've got, we've kind of gotten away from that human connection side of things Mm -hmm. and just the getting curious and having that kind of um, mindset around wanting to explore. We always, Mm -hmm. we always want to be able to see the next step and not only the next step, but the next 10 steps. (laughs) Right. Like that's, and again, I think that goes back to what we were taught. Like we're all just taught um, retirement. Like that's, that's kind of the end goal. Let's just, you know, just follow these steps and you'll get there and you'll be happy. One the final thing I wanted to say here was like what I felt when I quit. Cause like I, I was personal training and I wasn't even making that much money, but I was like in an environment that felt way better. I just posted a podcast this morning with my cousin who I co-founded a donut business with like <laughs> the most random thing in the world. But that's kind of exactly what you said. The The excitement is in knowing that something else is out there. 
you're going to figure out something new or find something new, make a new connection tomorrow, next week, next year. And that's what's so exciting. So to me, I, I saw it as like living life as a blueprint or living life as an adventure. And mm -hmm. when I quit my job and started personal training and, and over the past few years, it's felt like an adventure. And that to me is like, that's what I want to live. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to know what's happening at all turns, right? At every fork in the road, but understanding that it will be okay. So I love hearing that kind of just like optimism and positivity from you, because I know for so many people, it's like, it's the opposite. There's just so much fear around, well, I, like there's no security in that. I don't know what to do. So what was you've had this experience now where you're kind of seeing this with a, a fresh set of eyes, but did you always feel that way? Or was there a place where you were much more scared to kind of stray from the, the, the beaten path, so to speak? So I thrive on change. I think I'm a little bit like odd that way. Like I'm off the, I've taken personality tests before and there was one of them that was like, yeah, you're off the chart. Like you're like, I cannot stay doing the same thing or like, it just drains me. Um, so I, when I started, um, my career, I can't, I can't even call it a career. I feel like because I jumped industry so many times and had so many different jobs. I mean, I think my total job count was at eight, eight or nine different jobs. And I got to a point where, um, I mean, I would just job hop indefinitely really if I was just doing it my way right um but then I just got to a point where I I think I let the the, the thought of okay that was your 20s or that was your like early 30s now you need to get serious mm -hmm. now you need to like make a commitment and stay at a job which is stupid <laughs> you know because I felt more alive jumping and it wasn't like I didn't do my job, right? It was, you know, it was, I put in my energy and my effort and, you know, whatever needed to be done and then would always, you know, give the appropriate two weeks or whatever and, um, and always have, you know, leave in, in a good, um, with, you know, a relationship intact and stuff. So, um, but I think I would just get bored and want to keep going and learning, right? I want to learn new things and like meet new people and have new experiences. And I think I just stopped listening to that and made myself stay somewhere. And I mean, it just got worse. And then, I mean, but the money increased, which was another factor that sort of like held me there too. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's all about just listening to what it works for you. And I didn't do that for a very long time. So, um, and I'm, I mean, I'm 43 now. So, and even now I feel like sometimes I catch myself thinking like you're 43, like you're going to start this now, you know, mm -hmm. and it, you know, and it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's my passion. It's what I want to do and where I think that I can contribute the most. And that's what I keep trying to pay attention to. So, um, I feel more myself now because I have more flexibility because I can do things like take this contract job, you know, um, and 
you know, take another one if I feel like it or, or, you know, while I'm working on building out my business or, you know, whatever. So it just feels much more, I feel much more alive doing it this way. So no, I don't really have problems (laughs) (laughs) switching around and changing and like, you know, coming up with new things. Well, and that's cool because to me, it sounds like there's a self-awareness there and that is so important when I like, so I always talk about creating the life you're living or designing the life that you want. And you can't do that effectively. You can do that, but you can't do it effectively if you are listening to what other people are telling you or how you think things should be done. The only way you can truly be the creator of your life is by knowing yourself. You have to know yourself and understand what it is to feel good. So for example, again, with my stories, like for me, I thought money was the answer. I pushed myself through a really stressful, hard college education because it seemed like the right move. And I knew I could make a lot of money in the field. And again, I'm, I'm very grateful that it only took me two years to figure out that that wasn't the path for me, but within, and I knew after one year, like I knew after one year, Oh shit. Like making a lot of money is simply not going to be like, that's not my primary value. It's not saying I don't care about that, but that is not what I need to be focusing on. But I did because that was what I thought I needed to make me happy based on everybody else. Instead of having a, a, you know, a very self-aware, empowered, you know, outlook and kind of creation to my life. So that was the first thing that I got from what you were saying. And so too, I just want to mention that I think it's awesome that you are in your forties, you are a female and you're, you're like, I can just tell talking to you, like you are just so happy and you feel very connected to yourself and your mission. And what I love about you is that you're not claiming to have it all together. You don't, you're not <laughs> saying you have your shit figured out, but you're okay with that. And you're, and you're grounded in that. And instead of yeah. resisting that, which is what I see a lot of people do, you're accepting it and embracing it and just being like, yeah, like that's, that's fine. That's how it is. And I don't care because at the end of the day, I know what I'm doing is right for me. And that's what you said before you said, like, you know, that you're on your right path and truly having been on this journey a while longer myself, just, you know, for you, like, that's all that matters just keep following that. And as long as you know, you're on that path. And so for anybody that's listening, once you've found that, essentially what I'm like, why I'm getting all like passionate and excited to share with Laura here is like, keep coming back to that, know that feeling, know it well. And that will be your guiding light. You can never go wrong. You may lose money. You may have situations that feel kind of crazy or scary I've been there for all that, like, but just know at the end of the day, if you still have that feeling, if you still have that sense of this is my true North, this is, I know that where I'm going, 
is is the right i'm at least going in the right direction i may not be on the path currently i may be a little lost in the woods but like i know that i'm (laughs) i'm still walking in the right direction that matters more than anything else so laura for you what does that feel like and what do you do on days where things are feeling like a struggle again you don't really know if you're going to be able to make it or you're starting to feel some pressure or just like any of that, you know, the struggle, Mm -hmm. like what Mm -hmm. do you do for yourself on those days to kind of get back in touch with yourself, your mission, and just like know that you're on the right path? Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it's probably something that I need to work on more. Like, I mean, I, so what I do now, I would say is I let myself feel it. Um, And I mean, sometimes that just means that like, I'm not working on anything that day. And I'm, and, and I, and I think that I'm getting to a point now where like, I've done it enough (laughs) to like, just, you know, sat in it long enough to kind of figure out like, okay, this isn't helping me. Like, it's good for us to all feel our emotions and feel things, but it's also helpful to keep moving forward. So it's a lesson that I'm learning now to, you know, sit down at my desk and do it anyway. Even if you feel like, you know, you're, you like, I'm doubting myself more than any other day I've ever doubted myself. You know, I still need to do the work. I need to sit down and even a small amount of whatever that means, I need to do it. I need to stay in action. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of, for me, what I've been working on. Um, and then also I want to talk a little bit about how, you know, every, every day that we have, every moment that we have makes our life. So if we're sitting in, and I just thought about this the other day, if I'm constantly thinking, you know, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to do this? You know, and whether that do this is make my business or leave my job, you know, but the, the constant you know, stress and, oh my gosh, this is so hard. And I don't know, like, what's my next step? What am I doing? That's your life. You're going to look back on that and be like, oh my gosh, I just, you know, I wasted a year or however long going through this thought process of, am I going to do it? Am I not? Am I, you know, just the stress ball. So I've been trying to um, pay attention more to that and live live every day out of like gratefulness and anything that I can do to, to have positive, more positive thoughts, you know, and just surround myself with, with like a feeling of it's going to be okay. Like everything is going to be okay. Because if I let myself stay in the negativity, it affects everything around me. And it also, I, I truly think will start shutting doors for me. And you know, and, and so, cause I'm not staying open, you know, and I'm not, I'm not staying positive about, okay, what's next? What's the next thing? Like, let's get excited, you know? Um, so yeah, that just kind of popped into my head too, about things that I was thinking of. And it really is like, that makes your life, you know? And if you, you, you want to look back on your life, or at least I do and know that, okay, I did my best. I tried hard and I, you know, I stayed positive and I, I was excited and I loved my life. 
Uh, it's it's so so true. I'm so happy you brought that point up because, yeah, it's like at the end of the day, whether you have an office job, whether you are an entrepreneur, you know, starting your own business, whatever, they all have their own stresses. Mm-hmm. And so, so like we talked about, the first part that's important is just being self-aware and knowing what situation is best for you. Um, because what you're saying there is very true. I have dealt with plenty of issues with stress again in my, my solopreneur career over the past six plus years. And so the important thing about what you're saying is like, if you like stress is going to be there no matter what, like that's just part of being human. You can have the, the job of your dreams and there's still going to be things that stress you out. But the magic of what you're talking about is how do I see every moment as an opportunity as just something beautiful, right? Like <laughs> it, mm-hmm. it is a gift. It truly is. And I like, I know for a lot of people that's going to sound very, very sugar coated, but truly at the end of the day, it is all we have. We have this moment right here, right now. And I think that, you know, the time that we're doing this in the midst of coronavirus and everything, I think that the kind of a silver lining to this is that we're all getting a little bit of a pause and being able to, you know, see certain things, see these moments and these little glimpses of things in our own lives. Um, for those of us who haven't been able to slow down enough to see that. But what I was getting at there is that even in my own career where I had a job I loved, I was doing work I loved. I was still striving so hard and putting so much pressure on myself and working myself to the bone. There was no work-life balance because now all of a sudden I was in full control, but I was, I was making myself like I was, I loved what I did, but I was making my, my life kind of its own hell in a way. And so knowing how to appreciate every moment and use it for everything that it is and to stop always looking to the future, stop always putting all your, you know, the value in retirement into 10 years from now into that vacation. Like, yes, it's good to have things to look forward to. I'm not telling you to to not do that, right? It's not saying we shouldn't have things to look forward to, but if you are putting all your energy in that direction, and you don't and can't enjoy things on a day-to-day basis, I think, and I I mean, yeah, I strongly think that um, it's time to reevaluate because like we've talked about there, there is always something that you can do, but it does start with your mindset and the way you're looking at things. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And it's not to say like, you know, of course we have bad days, like, you know, have a bad day, you know, that's fine. Yep. Just don't get stuck in your bad day. Don't make your bad day last a month, you know? I love everything we've talked about so far and how you made this shift. I'm curious in terms of like what you're doing now and what you are passionate about. How did you, how did you get into that? And what are you kind of excited about with, with your business and your direction that you're going in currently? Yeah. So, um, I was raised by, um, my, well, 
my parents are still married. I don't want to forget my dad here, but um, my mom was always the one that was uh, making us home cooked meals and, you know, staying away from a lot of salt and not frying a lot of food. And, um, and so she was sort of my inspiration. We had a garden in the backyard. Um, she was kind of my inspiration and kind of who planted the seed. Um, and I was like any other kid. I didn't want to eat all the vegetables and, you know, all, whatever. But, and even into college, I ate like crap and, you know, it was awful. But then after college, I started realizing how much of a difference eating good food made me feel, you know, and just me, it was, I mean, it was just night and day. So, um, that's kind of when my passion got sparked for that. Um, and then I took a, I took an, well, my, and my degrees in journalism. So this is like (laughs) pivot. Um, so I, I found a course online that was, um, all about putting healthy foods together and, um, and understanding like the differences in the, the food intolerances that people have and how certain things interact with our bodies. Um, and so I started then, which was, I think it was like 2012 or 2013. And then I've just slowly been adding over time, like, you know, different, different educational pieces. Um, and um, so, and then I got my personal trainers certification around that same time. Um, and so I've just ha- had my ear to the ground on, um, and listening intently for more functional nutrition information um, and looking at things from a holistic perspective. Um, and n- right now I'm in another course that goes through physiology. So every month we study a different um, body system, which is amazing. And I mean, it's, I'm just enthralled with it. So that's kind of what I've been doing. So slowly I've just been piecing together um, more education for myself. Um, and I have, I've also launched, you know, I launched my business and I have an eight week program where I coach people through a, um, you know, eating better and getting movement into their lives, you know, cause I think a lot of people are just sort of like, okay, how do I start this? And what, do, what does healthy mean? You know, and I'm supposed to be eating vegetables, but which ones and how many, and you know, Um, and so helping people in that way and seeing the switch get flipped whenever they understand how it makes them feel is what I'm very passionate about because, and I, and I also, I want to teach people how to do it for themselves so that they don't continue to need me, you know, just teaching them the tools and little tricks and stuff and how to put together something that's healthy, um, quickly. Because all of this, it doesn't, it really doesn't take as much time as you think it does. So I, I have an, like I said, an eight week program where I meet with people once a week and we just go over their week and, you know, what they did and um, how they're feeling. And um, if we need to pivot a little bit, you know, and it's all goals that they've set for themselves. I'm not one of those people that's like, you have to do this and this is, you know, where you need to be at the end of the eight weeks. And, you know, they set up their own goals and I just help them get there. So that's kind of what I have going on. I love it. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. something that we all need, obviously, but like 
And I think we all know it to some extent, but it's just a matter of, um, yeah, like how invested we are in making it happen. And I think that, again, with everything that's going on, it's just becoming more clear. Like the people that are the most affected are people that um, are susceptible because of some health issues. And so much, you know, arguably all long-term disease while there is a um, you know, there's a, there's a genetic component to it. Mm -hmm. Everything we put into our bodies and the way we use our bodies, you know, when we're talking about movement affects our health and our longevity, our well-being. And what I think is, is so great about what you're doing is, is you're, your goal is to be doing it in a way that's very, no pun intended, digestible for people to be able to be like, oh, okay, this is manageable and it's sustainable, right? Like you're saying, mm-hmm. you want to give people the tools to be able to do this long-term and realize that it's not that difficult. So I love that. Um, mm-hmm. For you, just, I mean, purely out of curiosity, is there a, re- like, how did you get into the, the more like functional holistic side of things. That's something I'm fascinated with as well. And I love it. Um, but just curious if there's any reason why you went down that path as to, as opposed to like kind of the traditional, um, nutrition or like dietitian. Yeah. So, and I have looked in, I did look into, um, dietetics and I just don't think it works. I just don't think that the recommend recommended, uh, USDA guidelines are, um, helpful really you know um and i and to me the holistic approach is just common sense you know Mm -hmm. of course what you put in your body is going to hurt you or help you you know i mean and yes for sure your body can filter stuff out you know we've got our kidney we've got our liver you know that our kidneys and our liver that are are working for us um but when you have something off in either of those, you know, then your body's going to have a bigger problem. So what if instead of taking a pill, you could change what you're putting in your body and it would fix it, you know? And I'm not saying I, I, there's absolutely a role that dietitians play that, you know, allopathic doctors play. Um, we're all doing this together and there's absolutely, you should absolutely go see your regular doctor, you know, you know, um, but I also think that, you know, how I like to think of holistic nutrition is it's preventative care. So if you can get on the other, on the, the, the side of it before it gets bad, then you're that much better off. You don't have to go into, you know, the, the, the latter part of your life dealing with taking a bunch of medications, you know, there are definitely ways to avoid it. I mean, for sure, there are people that have genetic issues that are just, you know, that's just how it is. Um, Although I will say there's epigenetics now that has shown you can flip on or off the switch to your genetics based on the things that you're doing in Mm -hmm. your life. And you're, you know, and that goes with stress too. It goes with your environment what you're putting in your body, how you're moving your body. Um, but you know, I mean, 
it's just common sense to me yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, it's like, why would we not all be doing this? And, you know, I'm not even talking about all the supplements that are out there and all the things that you can get caught up in. I'm talking about moving our bodies and eating, you know, leafy greens and vegetables. Um, and even, even meat. I mean, I'm, I definitely eat meat. Um, but you know, just playing with food and, and fueling our body that way. And the other thing is, I mean, I think a lot of people that don't do it have this, like, it almost has a stigma, like, oh my gosh, I can never eat that way. Or I could never eat that many vegetables, or they just don't taste good. They just don't. And I just wish that (laughs) if nothing else, people can hear me when I say, it's a, it's a blind faith. If you are, if you are in that mindset, it is a blind faith that you follow what I'm saying and know that your taste buds will change. And what you think is disgusting now, not all the time, but can become something that you actually crave because your body needs it, you know, and it actually tastes good. Like that's what you want. So, and granted, there are some things that like, like, I don't like raw onions. I've never liked raw onions. I'm not going to like raw onions and that's fine. Right. I can, but you know, there are also things where I crave apples, (laughs) you know, and like carrots. And I mean, I, so I just, you know, you find those foods that you're, you know, you like, you're good with, but I just, I, that's the one thing that I always want to like tell my clients, I just need you to blindly follow me. And I know that that is hard to do and it doesn't make sense and you, you don't understand it, but it will happen. It will happen. The things that your body needs, you're going to, you're going to want, you just have to give your body time to feel that and to taste it and to, you know, let it heal you really. So that's my soapbox. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm just like sitting here loving it. It's just, it's so, yeah, just so good because it's so true. And, and I'm right there with you in terms of like, it just seems, yeah, it, it just seems um, kind of obvious that, w- that we need those things. And that's not to say that people are stupid or like, We've just gotten used to a different way of living. I think for me, exactly like you're saying, and this is why I love talking to people like you and and hopefully giving people a resource like you and being like, you know, please listen to Laura, please like go to her, work with her, because it's so important for people to understand that they can feel better and function better yep. and feel better is a very broad term. I mean, that can mean you're, you feel men- more mentally clear. That can mean you have more physical energy because you're giving your body what it needs. One of the things for me, this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about feeling alive. And to me, it sounds like, you know, the, the work that I do is like, I want to help people feel alive by getting them in alignment with who they really are and what they really want to do in their life. And for you, it's like you want to get them back in alignment with treating their bodies the way that they should so that they can feel 
good again. And really it comes back down to feeling alive, at least to me in the way that I see Mm -hmm. it. And I don't want to sound cynical with this like perspective, but I just see that we've created a normal that is fat, sick, tired, depressed. And there's, there's like, you know, specifics to all those things, but from a very broad perspective, we have, that's become normal and it doesn't feel good, but there's also this underlying, I think a lot of us believe that that's just how it is. Like, I'm just, this is just kind of how I feel like it sucks or I'm never motivated or I have brain fog or my digestion sucks. And that's just how things are. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, (laughs) that's not it. You are meant to be a healthy, vibrant, energetic, excited about life, feeling good, high energy being. Yep. Like that's what we are meant to be. And so I just really hope that people take what you're saying um, to heart because they can feel better. They can have those things. You aren't meant to feel fat, sick, or tired or anything like that. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's true. And if you just let your body do what it's trying to do, that's the other thing is that our bodies are so amazing, but they give us signals. They give us signs like I'm not okay. You know, I'm tired all the time, you know, or I, like you were saying, I've got brain fog, like, um, and those are, those are very, those are two symptoms. I think that a lot of people just overlook and just like what you're saying, they just think like, well, I just have to live like this because it, because it's almost like it's all they know. They don't Mm -hmm. know that like, no, they can get out of that and you can feel really, really good. And like you wake up feeling like, oh my gosh, like I'm, you know, I have, I've got energy and I feel motivated and, um, you know, and it's the exact thing that we're talking. It's the same feeling you get, or I got whenever I left my job, you know, cause all these things work together, right? Mm-hmm. It's our environment. It's, you know, what we're eating, um, and, um, how we're moving our bodies, you know, it all ties in together. So I would say like, if you're feeling like kind of ho-hum in any area of your life, like that's your sign. That's your signal. Your body is signaling to you that something's not right. And if you don't listen to it, it's just going to keep getting worse and it's just going to try to keep signaling to you more, you know? So listen to your body. (laughs) Amen to that. Yeah, no, it's, that's exactly it. It's really just listen and pay attention. And I, I oftentimes I talk about this on the podcast because we end up getting to this point where we're, we're kind of talking around this point and, you know, I'd like to use myself as, as an example to be like, hey, I'm not perfect. Um, but that's what, you know, I had a lot of health issues two years ago. And that was because I didn't listen. I knew for two or three years that something wasn't right. But I continued to push and I just ignored, ignored, ignored until I get myself in a really bad spot. Mm-hmm. And so, again, whether it's with your job, whether it's with your physical health, whether it's with your mental, emotional health. Don't ignore. If you're hearing things, if you're feeling a pull, like 
don't ignore the warning signs because the the longer you wait, the harder it is. You kind of <laughs> build up yeah. a whole bunch of crap to deal with and you make it much harder than it necessarily needs to be. Yeah. And sometimes for people who like don't know that they don't feel bad, the question is, do you feel alive? You know, and if you don't feel alive, then there's probably something that you need to work on. I think that's a, a beautiful way to, to wrap up this conversation because that's, that's truly it. I think that's, that feels like it was kind of a lot of what we talked around was, mm-hmm. if you, you know, we, we started with talking about your, your job and your experience with that and then shifting into how you love helping people. But truly that's kind of the underlying message I feel like is like, if you don't feel alive, check that out, take a look at it and try to figure out what's going on because you, you can have that, you can feel alive. And so it's just a matter of figuring out what it's going to take to get there. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Laura, I have one little segment here at the end. I'm going to ask you three questions about your, your, your life, your vision. Um, uh-huh. So I call this the visionary hat trick, by the way. So, okay. um, I, I think we're all visionaries in our own way. It's like one, it's a belief that I have that we all have something inside of us that if we, if we let it out, we will do great things with it and, and nobody else can do it quite the way that we can. And that's kind of the namesake of the podcast is like why the world needs you. It needs every one of us for exactly what we have to offer. So the questions are just kind of fun. You can just give quick answers. They're they're not they're not hard. I promise you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the first one is, what is a belief that you have that others might think is kind of crazy or that you worry about being judged for? Oh, a belief. Um, I don't. I mean, the the thing. I mean, the thing that pops into my head, and I feel like anyone who's listening to this podcast is not going to think it's weird. Um, is that I just I want to create my own life, and I want to I want it to look like how I want it to look, you know. And if you know that means quitting my corporate job and making my own path, even though I don't exactly know what that's going to look like right now, like that's where I feel most alive. Hmm. Yep. Speaking my language. (laughs) Um, Number two, with your own personal mission and vision, as you continue to grow that, what does that look and feel like to you? Um, So I see myself being able to uh, ebb and flow with a lot of different things. Um, I, I really like what I, what I was saying is I really like a lot of change. And so the more I can learn about and the more I can get my hands into, um, the better, you know, and and I know, I know I want to do it in this wellness space. So, um, that's kind of how I see myself, like kind of having a bunch of different things that will all come together under one, you know, um, business. Uh, I just don't know exactly what that looks like right now, but it's going to (laughs) come. I'm just going to keep opening up doors and figuring it out. So that's, that's kind of the fun part for me too. Awesome. I see. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, and and like I said before, uh, just like so the best mindset you can have, just like be excited about all of it and just see what's there. Because like you said, and, and I love, because I can, I can tell just from how you're saying it, like, you know, it's going to happen and it will, it totally mm-hmm. will. It'll all mm-hmm. work itself out. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, we went, we, we talked a little bit about flow. We didn't go into like a really deep conversation about it, but that's flow, right? Is just mm-hmm. letting things happen, letting things come and yeah, just experiencing life that way and understanding that it'll happen. Like it, yeah. it will <laughs> and yeah. forcing it just isn't going to be the way to go. No, I've learned that. Cause I have to tell you when I quit my job, it was me trying to force, okay, get it going, get it going, get it going now. You know, let's get, let's do this. Come on, come on. Come on. And it was just causing more stress. Yep. And so I've had to kind of like, okay, slow down. And then this other job thing popped up. So I was like, okay, that's what I need to do right now. This feels really good. So I think just paying attention to that, um, which I'm glad you just said that because it's making me more aware of it now. That's what I've been doing, slowing down and things are feeling easier. They're feeling more exciting and, you know, feeling more like, yes, this is what I need to be doing. I know without a doubt, I am not supposed to be um, doing what I was doing. And I kept, I, I, I just felt it in my, in my bones. Like yeah. I'm supposed to be doing something on my own. You know, I'm supposed to put this thing together myself. I'm not supposed to be behind a desk all day and under someone else's direction of telling me everything I need to be doing. So yeah. I did know that. I did know that. And I felt it like deep. I just didn't know what it looked like, which is the hard part. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that kind of comes back to what we were saying, right is like follow that feeling like know what that is for you and then follow it always be grounded in that always come back to it the magic about that is that you can make every decision once you know what that feeling is for you this like kind of like open free expansive exciting feeling and you'll know it once you have that in your life once you all all you need is one experience to know what that feels like. But once you have that, lock in on that because now that can guide every decision you ever make for the rest of your life. Like that Mm -hmm. truly is a superpower in and of itself. And just like know what that is for you. And then, yeah, just every decision in your life, oh, doesn't make me feel that way. Probably not a good option. Oh, that feels good even though I don't understand it whatever I'm going to roll with it and see what happens, you know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Follow, follow that feeling, follow the energy, follow the expansive openness possibility. Um, Mm -hmm. the, the final question then is we're like zooming way out thinking big picture. What's your Uh hope for humanity? Oh, wow. That's a big (laughs) zoom out real quick there. (laughs) Yeah especially with everything that's going on right now. I mean, my God, like I just, I really hope at the end of the day, and I don't want to sound hokey and I don't want to sound like, okay, let's just sugarcoat this and everything will be great. I just, I would hope that we can all understand other people's opinions and other people's views. And we can all get to a place where we feel like, there's more cohesiveness, you know, um, 
in the world. And I, you know, and not to let, not to bring up race, but I just keep seeing this all over social media right now that, and it kills me because it's like, of course, you know, there are appearances that are different. Like some people are black, some people are white, you know, some people, I mean, there's all colors, right? Why in 2020 is it still a conversation? Like why can't we all just see people for people we're all people and we're all we all have some struggles right and my struggles don't look like your struggles you know and um and i get that you know there are things that i'm never going to understand about another race just like another race is never going to understand about me but i think if we can all kind of give each other a little bit of um empathy you know, and stay open-minded and stay curious and not so defensive, I think it's gonna, it would make a huge um, change in the whole world. And I, I mean, I think that's, you know, yeah, right. Like, how is that really going to happen? Like, you know, everyone's not just going to change their mindset and be open all of a sudden. But I mean, if I could say, if there was one thing that I would hope you know, for humanity, that would be what it is. Cause I think if we change our minds, we change everything. Hmm. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I am right there with you. It's yeah, it's, it seems like a, a big project for sure, but it, it really does start with each and every one of us, I think. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, truly our work is like, we can only impact one person at a time. And, Mm -hmm. and really it starts with us. If we can't, if we can't shift ourselves and our, you know, our way of thinking and being first, then we're never going to impact anybody else. (laughs) So we've got to be able to do that first and foremost. And then, yeah, from there, it's like just trying to open up and hopefully again, coming back to the current situation, there's, I think for as crazy and as scary and obviously um, as painful as it is for many, hopefully that we can take some of the good things of this. Um, You know, we see all the time with, with, you know, natural disasters and things like that. There's so much pain, but it's in those moments that we as humans come together and so I think for, for people like you and me, and I know, you know, the, the people listening to this podcast, feel the same way. They, they wouldn't be listening if they didn't. And it's like, we all, I think that the biggest thing is like, how can we continue that? Right. How can we make it the norm? How can we stretch that past these, these, these really painful periods and why can't that be, you know, consistent? So Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of where it all needs to start. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much, Laura. Where can people find mm-hmm. more information about you and potentially mm-hmm. if they want to work with you? Mm-hmm. So um, my website is lauragwinwellness.com and it's my name is a little bit hard to spell. <laughs> it's probably a bad URL, but it's um, L-A-R-A-G-W-Y-N wellness.com. And then I'm also, I'm most active on uh, Instagram, which is Wellness. Um, so yeah, reach out to me. I mean, even if you just want to like continue a conversation that we started here, 
um, send me a DM or send me an email. There's a contact form on my website too. So I'm happy to like discuss anything. Or even if you're thinking about working with someone like me and you just want to know a little bit more, then I'm totally game for that. Awesome. Thanks so much. I think that people will really appreciate that. I'm always the same way. I'm just like, just reach out. Like <laughs> I think yeah. that oftentimes people are so worried about being sold or it's just like, you know, yeah, that, no. that's not really who, you know, that I can tell you are. And that's definitely not how I am either. It's like, let's just connect. Let's just, you know, going yeah. back to what we were just saying, let's just be people and try to help each other out. And if one thing leads to the next and we want to go down that route, then great. But um, yeah. So I will have those links below so that people can easily reach out to you. Awesome. Great. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Ben. This is really fun. <laughs> oh, you are so, so welcome. I had an absolute blast talking. Hey, yo. Thanks so much for listening. I truly hope you enjoyed today's episode. Just a reminder that all the relevant links can be found in the show notes below, as well as that of our free Facebook community where all the cool kids are at, just being ourselves, sharing our gifts, and supporting the hell out of one another. So come on in, introduce yourself, and join the party. See you in there.